Happy Wednesday. Welcome to Couch Potato Diary, coming to you from the Clearwater Cleaning Solutions broadcast studio. Clearwater Cleaning Solutions has a competition running until January 31st. They need a name for their new mascot, and they want your help. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn, and help name their mascot by commenting on their post. The winning name will win a free residential cleaning. Uh, shout out to Clearwater Cleaning Solutions, their website, Clearwater Cleaning Solutions. Com. Um, I don't know if you can tell today, but your boy's not playing at 100% right now. So this is probably going to be a quick one today. Uh, got a little bit. It's not the not not the big C or anything like that. It's just this stomach thing that is just lingering. So um, th this isn't going to be a, a one hour Broadway or anything like that. But a couple of things I wanted to touch on here briefly today. The first one, this may not surprise you if you know me at all, is the Baseball Hall of Fame. As the vote comes down yesterday, and David Ortiz is the lone member heading into Cooperstown. There's a lot with this that's extremely frustrating. First of all, I don't want any of this to come across as if David Ortiz should not be in the Hall of Fame. In my opinion, David Ortiz a thousand percent should be in the Hall of Fame. One of the most feared hitters of his generation. When he would come up against the Blue Jays in any situation, or when he would just come up in any situation, especially late in games, it was like, oh, well, the, the entire outcome of this game is now changing because this guy is coming to the plate. Like, he just, he had that feel about it. He changed how teams would put rosters together because you, you would, I mean, not that, like, the Lugie wasn't a, a thing, and that's left-handed one-out guy for uh, those not familiar with random baseball terms, which I guess is dead now since you can't have just a one-out guy. Well, you, I mean, you still can. You just, that, that would be really bad because you have to face three guys. Anyway, not the point. Um, but it was like, it was a main, oh, well, you need to get these lefty guys in so that David Ortiz, like left-handed starters became important in the American League East. It's, it's unbelievable the impact he had and how he completely changed the culture with the Boston Red Sox and turned them from the lovable losers into a dynasty overnight. So I'm not in any way, um, saying that David Ortiz should not be in the Hall of Fame. What I am saying is he should not be alone this year. I mean, maybe he should be because some of these guys should have been a while ago, but the fact that there's no Bonds, no Clemens um, is insane. The Kurt Schilling one is a bit more complicated, and maybe we'll get to that in a second here. But the reason that you keep Bonds and Clemens out, David Ortiz is attached to. And if, like, I am not someone who wants to keep the steroid era out of the Baseball Hall of Fame. I mean, there is a bias to it. I will 100% admit that. This was the era I grew up in. I'm born in 1989. My first baseball memory of life is Joe Carter hitting that home run in the, the 93 World Series. But for the most part, like my formative years are growing up watching like mid to late 90s baseball with this week in baseball and the Fox Saturday games and uh, John Miller and Joe Morgan calling Sunday night baseball games. And I, I reference it a lot, but it's like Labatt Blue Jays baseball with like Dan Schulman and Buck Martinez and then Rod Black would chime in a little bit. And uh, you'd get Jim Houston for a few games a year. Like th those are, th that's the era I grew up in. And this is the area now that, or sorry, the era now that is under the microscope. And look, rightfully so. Like it's, it's a weird era. Absolutely it is when you look at the, the steroid use that was in baseball. But the, the point that I always come back to is, I mean, there's a few points I, I come back to on these. Um, but the, the point I, I come back to on this is always if they weren't caught while they were playing, you can't just legislate that after the fact. Like how it, it 
it just feels like it can be a bit of a slippery slope. Like, well, I mean, look, smoking's not allowed indoors in New York, and we clearly see Babe Ruth smoking indoors. So what edge was that giving him, really? You know, like, who knows? Like, it's 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 ridiculous. And I know I'm being hyperbolic, just to prove my point. But it's, I mean, A, just the, the weird back and forth of not having both Bonds and Clemens in. Kind of, like, it intellectually just doesn't make sense to me. Like, well, I mean, look. You, you have Barry Bonds, like all the best hitters were on steroids. Oh, so Roger Clemens had to face all these steroided up guys. So, I mean, he had to take steroids. So he was on a level playing field and he was still that much better than him. Well, no, we can't do that because, I mean, there's the steroids. Like, like if, if, if the pitchers, if the best pitchers in the game were taking it, then the hitters needed to level the playing field by taking it. And then if the best hitters in the world were taking it, well, then the best pitchers in the world needed to level the playing field. By taking it like it's you, you can't if you wanted to stop this shit from happening you should have stopped it what is it now uh, 24 years ago but you didn't y your time to put your stamp on this thing and i'm not just talking to major league baseball i'm talking to the old curmudgeon motherfuckers who are voting on this thing that are now trying to take this moral high ground when back in the day, they're interviewing these guys, and you can see the things behind them, and they're not saying anything. Like, it, it's so hypocritical, and it's so just trying to take this moral high ground now to protect the sanctity of the game that they could give two shits about. The realistic thing, what this all comes down to, is David Ortiz was a nicer dude than Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens. That's it, period, End of story. These guys like Barry Bonds less than they like David Ortiz. They like Roger Clemens less than they like David Ortiz. So David Ortiz gets a pass, even though, like, any sign you want to point to uh, as to, like, people saying, well, I mean, maybe he, maybe he did, maybe he didn't, blah, 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 blah. Like, well, look, at, look how big Barry Bonds got. Well, I mean, yes, David Ortiz has always just been a real big boy. But David Ortiz sucked in Minnesota. And then all of a sudden, he didn't suck when he went to the Boston Red Sox. And I'm sure you could say, oh, well, it's coaching. a different." Did Brady Anderson have a different approach for a year? Yeah, maybe not. So I I just feel it is so hypocritical. If if you want to take the stance that, steroid, that the steroid era just has to be banned from the Baseball Hall of Fame, and we're just going to like pick and choose which get like, oh, well, Craig Biggio gets to go in for sure. Um but then Frank Thomas also and Jeff Bagwell also. And it's like, I don't even think those guys did it, but it's like, we're just assuming now. Like we're just guessing because none of these guys tested positive. We are just guessing. And you can make an extremely educated guess on Barry Bonds and an extremely educated guess on Roger Clemens. But I, I still like, they, they were not caught. So now you're just guessing on something so important as the hall of fame. It just, it irks me. It irks me so very much. And th this was the one this was the one where it made me the most frustrated because like, like I said, with Thomas and with Bagwell, like they're huge guys, but they've always been huge guys. And it's like, whatever, if, if we want to assume that they didn't do steroids and these guys did do steroids, I think we're stretching things a bit, but I, I can at least wrap my head around that. And again, I don't think those guys actually did. However, with David Ortiz, there is documented things saying that this guy probably did something. And we're just willing to whistle by the graveyard on that. That's the part that drives me the most crazy. Because now the voters are just telling on themselves that this is really just a personal thing. And say, oh, they were really mad at me. Or to quote another one, they were pissy. And you can now see why that irritates me. Because 
the, this type of shit matters. And the fact that you have to, it's like Big Brother where you have to do jury management with these reporters so you get the recognition you deserve. That's bullshit. You should be able to put that aside if you're voting for something as prestigious as the Baseball Hall of Fame or any Hall of Fame. It should not matter. Michael Jordan was a dick to basically everyone. That doesn't mean he shouldn't have been able to get into the, the Basketball Hall of Fame, right? It's... It's just so infuriating that these guys, these reporters, are trying to to promote the sanctity of the game just based on their cute little feelings. It's it it I, I hate it. The Kurt Schilling one is so much more complicated based on things that he has said over the last little while and how problematic a lot of things that he has said over the last little while have been. And like with the Omar Vizquel situation. Like, he lost a whack load of votes this last time. And that one's deservedly so. Like, there are um, heinous allegations out against him. So it's like, you know what? We're going to put you to the side for now. With Kurt Schilling, it's, again, it's not something that he did while he was playing. It's something that he is doing now. If he would have, it's weird because if he would have waited to be in the Hall of Fame to say some of the awful shit that he said, then he'd still be a baseball Hall of Famer. And that, it's difficult for me to wrap my head around that, but I don't have as much of a problem with Kurt Schilling not being in um, cause you, you just, you don't want, Hey, you don't want to give that guy a live microphone right now. Um, and you just, you don't want to celebrate people like that. So the, the Kurt Schilling one is interesting, but now like Alex Rodriguez and Manny Ramirez were suspended for PED use. I have no problem with them not getting in. I think Alex Rodriguez is the, the top three most talented baseball players that I've seen in my time watching baseball. I, I would say it's him, it's Griffey and it's Pujols. Um, th that I got to see, I mean, Bonds is up there as well. And I guess I got to see a lot of Bonds' career. So he's top four. Bonds is up there for sure. Bonds is the best player I've ever seen. And that's like the dude got intentionally walked with the bases loaded in the ninth inning of a ball game one time. You should just stop the game. Once he gets to first base, you have, as soon as you see Showalter just flash up the four, you get someone immediately carving out the the plaque for him and by the time he gets to first base it's not finished but by the time he gets to first base you hand him his hall of fame plaque it's like look buck showalter respected manager doesn't want to pitch to you with the bases loaded uh yeah hall of famer congratulations uh have your speech ready for cooperstown by by the time you retire like that's they, they should stop the game and induct you into the hall of fame at that point he was it, it is so tough to explain to people how dominant this guy was and how feared he was as a hitter. The best, like the, the, the there isn't a hitter now that compares it. There just isn't like when, when, when judge and Stanton come up, it's like, well, not huge batting average guys. So there's a pretty good chance we can get them out when they make contact, you get scared. And maybe that's the, the closest you can come to it is that feeling you get when judge squares up on a ball. That's the feeling you got when bonds stepped to the plate. And like right now, it's almost the feeling you get when it's uh, your team's down one in the ninth, and the opposition brings in their fireball closer. That that's kind of what it feel what it felt like to have Barry Bonds coming up. Where it's just like, oh, we're just not getting this guy. Like it's it was a feeling like I've never experienced before as a baseball fan. There there was always the um there's always like you can convince yourself, okay, well you still get baseball players out 70% of the time. It's, it's going to be okay. But Barry Bonds, it just, it had a different feel to it. And that is something that, whether it's steroids or not, he's still, the thing that gets me with him, steroids don't help your eye as far as I know. And he had the best eye you would ever see 
of a guy. Uh, Manny, uh, no, not Manny. Uh, Manny, Manny might have had a good eye, but he was a little aggressive with that. But Barry Bonds had the best eye you would ever see. And p- teams would pitch around him, and you could tell he was incredibly frustrated by it, but he's going to take his walks, too. It, it was... It, it's a Hall of Fame career, no matter what way you look at it. And Roger Clemens was just so dominant. Again, I... I don't have the highest opinion of Roger Clemens. I, I was never a, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to say never, was a huge fan of his when he came to the Toronto Blue Jays. But aside from that, was never the hugest Roger Clemens fan, but can't deny how just unbeatable that guy felt and how dominant that guy was for an extremely long period of time. And again, he gets kind of implicated in the same thing Andy Pettit does. Andy Pettit does a half-hearted apology and everyone forgets about him. It's, it's just so backwards and it's just, it's these guys trying to make up for something that they feel like they should have done 24 years ago. And this is not the time to be able to do it. And unfortunately, they're not going to face the same accountability that they are, I think, egregiously putting on some of these players now. And it just, it sucks. It really does suck. But, um, I know, I know the, how much fun it was watching baseball at that time. I know how much that that sport needed those guys at those times and I, I, I'll remember it forever, whether it's in uh, a Hall of Fame in some town or not. I, I know I'm going to remember it. The, the last thing I want to get to on, um, on this show today, and I'm sorry if this all seems like really weird string of consciousness or whatever. I am, uh, I, like I said, definitely not batting a thousand on this one today. I'm, I'm kind of feeling it a bit, but Today is a very important day for a lot of people, as today is Bell Let's Talk Day. And I I am someone who I, I feel has benefited from Bell Let's Talk Day. Like, I, I, I've been rather vocal about it before. Uh, I have dealt with, some, with mental health issues for as long as I can remember. And, I mean, it... There's a lot with this, and it's so frustrating to talk about as well. Um, but it, it, like I said, I've been dealing for with it for as long as I can remember and only knew that there was kind of a title to it, um, only in the, the last few years. And a big part of that was Bell Let's Talk Day. And I remember the first one where you just see all the stories that people are sharing and you realize, A, you see the stories and you realize how not unusual what you're dealing with is. And then you see the support for those people and you see how not alone you actually are. And that was very important for me at that time. And it's a, a big reason why I was able to, to, to get the help that I was able to get. However, it almost felt like anytime a, a company does this, and I don't want to be like, oh, them corporations, man. But anytime you, you have a big company do something like this, something that is it, it, that seems on the surface anyway, to be genuinely good. It's kind of like now... Um, Moana spoiler ahead because this is the best example I can come up with. So if you haven't seen Moana and you're planning on it, uh, now is your chance to hit fast forward for a couple of seconds. It's kind of like in Moana where the grandma's telling the story and you realize, oh, it's going to crush me when this lady dies. Like that's that that's kind of where I, I was at with the Bell Let's Talk thing. It was like, it's going to really suck when it comes out in a little bit that either A, not all the money that they said is going to mental health is actually going to mental health. It was like when the WWE um, had a bunch of stuff for, for breast cancer and they were paired up with a company where like 3% of the money donated actually goes toward cancer research. It was like, we're going to find out something like that or it's going to be whatever, whatever, whatever. And now... um. 
I, I'm sure all the money that they say goes to, to mental health research goes to, to all of that and all the supports and everything that you need. But then you see the shit that they did around this time last year where they just cut an entire radio station, didn't really tell anyone what was going on, played Green Day, and that was that. That Like, that's... That, that's not a company that is taking mental health into consideration, especially when they got wage subsidies from the, the federal government of around $120 million and then decided, ah, we still need to cut entire radio stations, even though that radio station is doing really well and has been a, a hallmark in that uh, market, the second largest market in Canada for 20 years. Let, let's just cut that and have these people be gone. And you, you just, you can't say that you're a mental health advocate one day a year with a fun hashtag that you get a bunch of famous people to use. That this has to kind of be an all-time commitment. Because as someone with anxiety who tends to overthink this shit, that stuff really lets you down. That that stuff, like, one of the things I have always told the, the people closest to me is, like, if you... If you have a problem with me or if there's something going on, just tell me. Because if I find out about it afterward, I'm gonna... I'm gonna really overthink everything for the rest of forever. And now with these guys, it's like... Look, just show me that you're a piece of shit out front because now I can't trust anyone with this kind of thing ever again. Um, and I'm not, again, Bell's not the, fir the, one, the first one to invent corporate greed, right? Like that's not a thing, but it's, it's just so frustrating to see all the support to, or all, all of the, I don't want to say frustrating to see the support. It's great to see the support. Um, it's just frustrating to see them hide behind this all day and then care not for the mental health of anyone that they might be affecting with some of this stuff a little bit later on. And I'm not saying you should employ entire radio stations full of people just so that they don't feel bad. Obviously, that's not the right way to go about things, but then don't take giant wage subsidies and then, like, keep it to yourselves when you fire everyone. Like, when, when, when you have been given ways to help kind of balance things out, balance things out. Don't just keep it all to yourselves. So, look, I... um. I'm in a spot right now where I need a lot of help to be, to be just perfectly blunt with everyone. Um, I, I had a very good stretch for a while last year and then something happened and now I'm not. And it's, uh, I've used the word spiral an awful lot over the last uh, few weeks and I think it's getting better. But I mean, that being said, I puked my brains out a couple of nights ago. So I mean, like anything that's not that feels better right now. But um, yeah, it's not been good. And I understand the need for support and I understand the need for these things. First of all, these big companies could help out a lot by helping with the benefits a little bit more. Um, but that's whatever. Um, my, a lot of my stuff was able to be covered when I, when I was working at Rogers and uh, will continue to be covered um, under my wife's um, stuff now, which is fantastic. But I know there's a lot of companies out there that don't do that and don't really put forward the effort that is needed for something that is so serious. So my thought, look, if you want to do Bell Let's Talk Day, if you want to tweet out the hashtag, fantastic. Good for you. I, I'm not going to call you a corporate shill or anything like that. I think it is good that this money is going to good places. A, I think we're, honestly, I think we're past the point of talking. I think that we have come to a place of acceptance with mental health over the last little bit that it is now time for action. It is now time instead of um, anytime something like this comes up or anytime something like whatever, anytime you hear of um, someone taking their own life or anything like that, is oh, well, we, we need to keep the conversation going. No, we need fucking action on this now. We, we've talked enough. It's time to act on this stuff now. 
And just things like cutting entire radio stations is not the actions of a place that actually gives a shit about this. If Bell Let's Talk Day is something you find beneficial, I will never, ever, ever criticize you for that. And by all means, tweet the hashtag, post the hashtag wherever to your heart's content. Make this company pay all that money. Even if they get a tax credit after, make make this company pay all that money. But just be aware of the places that are actually doing the work. And I, I quickly want to give a shout out to uh, the Calgary Counseling Center that they've I, I have gone in a couple of since and have signed up for a third now. And it, it's been an incredibly beneficial process every time that, that I have gone. And so if you're looking to support things today, if you have the financial wherewithal, su- support some stuff that helps out locally in your area instead of a, a company that fires everyone after taking a bunch of money and telling people how much they care about what's going on in your brain. So that's going to do it for the show. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. I know this one... Um, probably not worthy of a five-star rating. So maybe maybe save the ratings for another time because um, this one's not... The demo tape's not changing after this one. I get that, but I just had to get a couple thoughts out there today. Uh, shout out to Clearwater Cleaning Solutions. They have a competition running right now until January 31st. They need a name for their new mascot and they want your help. Follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn and help name their mascot by commenting on their post. The winning name will win a free residential cleaning. I will be back uh, later this week, probably. Uh, I'll talk to you guys later. I'm out.